finally, Be Dangerous has come back to Dangerous Sports Talk. Welcome to another edition of the show, you guys. I'm Be Dangerous. Yes, I know. I know that I'm due to do a fucking show. But better late than never, right? I had a couple of weeks off from doing my co-hosting spot on the mic with Mike because a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but I was able to get the show done with Mike on Thursday, and I'm hoping we'll be back on Tuesday so we can be more consistent like we usually are, but we're back again right now. A lot of shit has went down, and I'm hoping I can cover everything. So let's just start with the Super Bowl preview. The Rams are going to be playing against the fucking Bengals of all teams in the Super Bowl. Now, I already seen the Rams going to the Super Bowl, so that really wasn't a shock to me at all. I'm glad to see that my Odell is getting a chance to get his ring. When you leave Ohio, you will fucking succeed. And this is has been the fucking energy for years. But people swear that I don't know what I'm talking about. Until shit actually materializes. And another thing. He gave Debo Samuels a hug. Because Debo Samuels is probably the heartbeat of the 49ers. So to see Odell give him some encouragement. Even in that loss. Says a lot about him. So I'm glad the Rams actually got to the Super Bowl. With that high powered offense. That high powered defense. Which I hope swallow Cincinnati whole which brings me to the Bengals I'm fucking shook that Joe Burrow dragged these fucking lowly ass Bengals to the biggest game of the fucking season because if you know anything about me y'all know that I don't do Ohio teams at all unless you're Ohio State but a Super Bowl team It's coming out of Ohio, and it's not the damn Browns. And people up here, they're like, the reactions are kind of mild. Because they'll see the Bengals and be like, "Uh, okay, the Bengals going, but it's not the Browns. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that's holding them back from being completely all in. But, excuse me. But. I don't see the Bengals really winning this game. They'll compete. They'll show heart and show that they deserve to be there. But the Rams, they have to lock in and not get too fucking cocky. Because this this game can easily slip away from them. So they have to like not slack whatsoever at all to win this game. But I see the Rams winning the Super Bowl. And, ugh. I see Cincinnati being depressed as hell, as fucking usual, but that's another story for completely another day. And we have the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins.
no secret at all that there has been some sort of racism in the NFL for years. And it just doesn't stop at the head coaching job. There has been racism in fucking sports in general. There are hardly any black owners. There are hard, like there pretty much there are no black black men and or women in any positions of real power in the sports world. So you have to work extra hard to get your foot in the door in any type of ownership situation or coaching situation. So I don't think that my people will say, oh, well, that's far fetched, which it might be. But I'm not going to say that he's wrong. Like he pretty much put his NFL coaching career on the line by doing this, even though he got fired. And just knowing that he said that he might be Colin Kaepernick, also known as blackballed in the league for saying what he said. It's going to be a little hard for him to get a job, not even in the NFL, just in the NFL, but possibly elsewhere in any type of head coaching situation. Because we know there are only less than a few black coaches in the NFL. There have been, well, hell, there was an all-black coaching staff for the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, and that should be commended, even though the even though that team was filled with Brady Bunch players and Tom Brady himself. But you, we can't say that there isn't racism in the NFL because there absolutely is, absolutely is. But he also said that the Dolphins owner wanted higher draft picks, so he he was gonna pay him extra pay him extra money to lose games, and he said he wasn't gonna do that. However. When he was losing games, was he or was he not cashing that check? Like, when you see them extra zeros on the end of that check, you're going to fucking cash it. You're not going to give any complaints about this and that. No, you're going to take that check right to the fucking bank and then some. So, I can't say Blind Flores was wrong because there absolutely is racism in the NFL, especially when it comes to coaching quarterbacks or any any black player for that matter let's just say what it is there's always going to be some type of racism around but it's just up to the coaches or the owners to give player to give black to give black um coaches a chance because they're absolutely they absolutely exist but even if they do have a winning record black coaches manage, manage to find themselves on the chopping block then if the team wins down the road, that white coach will be the one credited for the team's success. Just like, ugh, I'm going to keep talking about this because it still angers me. The whole Mark Jackson situation with the Warriors, the Warriors lost the seven games in the playoffs. He, Mark Jackson was the one who nurtured Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. He nurtured those guys to be in the heartbeat of the Warriors. Then when he got let go, they brought in Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr got the glory for the Warriors being what they were, not Mark Jackson. And the and the fucked up thing was they had Mark Jackson calling Warriors games. Like <laughs> y'all are really dangling this man's team pretty much in his face, but y'all won't give him credit. But Steve Kerr gets the credit.
like, ugh. That's how I feel about that whole thing. Like, there is racism in in the, in the head coaching arena. You know what I'm saying? And in just sports in general. So, African-American coaches have to work harder to be noticed and to be hired. So, that's all, that's, that's all there is to it there. And the Lakers... People are asking, are they going to make the playoffs or are they not? Well, being a Laker fan that I am, I don't see it happening because of how they've played this season. They've lost perfectly winnable games over and over again. They've blown leads over and over again. They can't seem to stay healthy to save their damn lives. They always seem to fuck up. When they should be winning games. Like this Laker team. I don't feel bad for it whatsoever. Because. You have. The worst versions. Of Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry Russell Westbrook. Missing shots out the ass. You have an injury prone to him James. Who has a suddenly sore vagina. Every time the Lakers are going down. Anthony Davis. Made a glass. Carmelo Anthony just got fucking hurt again. You got an underutilized power bottom in Dwight Howard. You have Malik Monk, who was an underrated player. Like, you have literally all these pieces on this team who aren't doing shit and aren't playing together. So at this point in time, it's too late to even hope. Because they can't possibly get in the play-ins. But honestly, I don't see them getting into the fucking playoffs. They'll be sitting there, lackadaisical, lead-blowing asses home like they've been, do- like, like they've been doing. And as usual, I have no sympathy whatsoever for them. So, yeah, that's how I feel about the Lakers winning, I'm sorry, possibly making the playoffs. And on the Bulls side, we have, they won last night against the Pacers, 122 to 114. And their record is is 33 and 19. And they're the first in the, ah, They're the first in the East, which should be commended. And I'm definitely glad for that. And this team is definitely better than what people expected them to be. You got DeMar DeRozan, of course. You got Zach Levine. And you have a lottery pick. And wait, wait, wait. I'm just waiting for the shit to load up. Ayo. Dot. Yo, we're just going to call him A.O. Because I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Like, this boy is a rookie. And he has been doing his thing. He was a lottery pick. Now he's coming up on the Bulls. And they're giving him a chance to shine. Which is always good. I believe he's an all-star. Just like DeRozan and Zach Levine are. And Nico came back last night as well. Oh, damn. My bad, I'm looking at the Bulls roster and small balls. I'm sorry, Lonzo Ball and Caruso both out with injuries. But the only thing that I want, and I've been begging the Bulls to to do this for fucking years, just stay healthy. Just for one season. That's all I want. But, of course, the basketball guys have to do what they do. And give the Bulls their injuries 
And they've won six out of the last. They've won six out of wait. Damn. They've won six out of the last ten. They've been the record is six and four. And they they've only lost one game. And that was against the Raptors, I believe. Yep, I believe that was against the Raptors. But anyway, this Bulls team definitely overexceeded everybody's expectations. I expected the Bulls to be good. Especially with the addition of DeMar DeRozan. And speaking of, him and Zach are on the cover of Slam, which I have to get sooner than rather than later. But this Bulls team has a chance to really make noise in the playoffs, unlike somebody else. They have a chance to actually not only win, win in the playoffs, but actually win a championship. I might be a little far-fetched in this. People might say that I'm reaching. But you never fucking know. The Bulls are due for some sort of success. Because I don't even have to say when the last time the Bulls won was. Everybody knows that. But if this team stays healthy and keeps playing with the intensity they have been all damn season, that could be a very real possibility. And on that note, it's been 13 minutes, so I think I'm going to wrap shit up here because I was due to do a show anyway. And, oh, God, I got to go back to fucking work today, so I'm not looking forward to that. So I'm going to stay here for as long as I can until I have to go to work. You guys, thank you so much for your love, continued love and support for the show. Thank you guys for listening, running up the listens as much as you possibly can. Please listen to Dangerous Sports Talk on Spotify and wherever podcasts are available. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TheBeDangerous. Also, please tune in to On The Mic with Mike on Energy Radio with my boy, Mike, and me. And also follow him at I'm a Brown God on Instagram and Twitter. And on that note, I am out of here and y'all have a good day.